All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Oh man, did we have a crazy week, including a very naughty and unexpected shoot that that I ended up doing, and we're going to be sharing the details of. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site, and it is ever-growing. It is so fun to see new people popping on in our area and across the country. And, you know, I think what's best about Cassidy is it hasn't always been the biggest site on the East Coast. I got on the other day and that's all it was was east coasters so it's clear that this is becoming just this gigantic way for people to network with other lifestylers no matter where they live in the united states so if you want to start networking with people yourself and seeing things like clubs and events in your area you can do it all for free for an entire month when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. again that's an entire month of cassidy services for free at frontporch swingers.com when you click on the Cassidy banner. We hope to see you there. So, interesting week. Crazy week. Holy hell. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. Okay, well, I want to start by talking about something that happened over the weekend because I had my play partner come over, a guy that I've now hung out with three times. I've had the chance to play with twice. And he came over and met you. Yes. And that was weird for me. Okay, so first of all, I want to say we picked a name. I picked a name for the guy. Okay, what is it? It's going to be RJ. RJ. Okay. I'm sure there's a reason for that. We can talk about it later. Yes. We don't need to talk about it on (laughs) the show. I think it'll be obvious to you once we talk about it. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Yes. So RJ came over and I was kind of nervous for you guys to meet and I wasn't really sure why. And then I, you know, I got to think more about like his and my interactions. And I think a big part of it from my perspective is you guys are ridiculously similar. And I didn't know if that was going to be good or horrible. (laughs) No, we similar, uh, I think, in the sense of kind of how we think about things, probably more than anything, not physically, we don't clearly don't look alike or any of that. No, we have very similar, I think, similar takes on things, you know, similar outlook on things. Just more your vibe more so than anything. Like you're both very direct kind of alpha men. Well, also, I I mean, listen, we've talked about this before when it comes to particularly single guys, not not play partners so much, but single guys in general that we maybe will meet for the first time or I'll have an opportunity to meet maybe after you've met them once or whatever. If they can't shake my hand, look me in the eye, have a conversation with me, it's going to be difficult for me to allow this to kind of flourish, right? Because I have a, it just, I don't trust that kind of behavior. Yeah, you say that, but never once have you had to veto someone that I wanted to play with when they treated you like that in person. Because first of all, I get the sense that one of two things is happening. Either they're not respectful of you and there's no way in hell I'm going to sleep with them if that's the case, or they're ridiculously beta and ridiculously laid back and I'm not going to be attracted to them in a sexual setting anyway. Right. Now that it's happened a couple of times with people that you obviously haven't played with. We had the the orgy guy once. That was a weird fucking interaction. 
I didn't want to fuck him either. <laughs> right. But it was very, you know, people give you the dead fish handshake and they, they're looking down. They're not looking in the eye. That's always a problem for me. Not this guy, not RJ. Sat right next to you on the couch. I sat across from you guys. He had his hand on your leg. He looked directly at me, had a full-on conversation with me for every bit of 40 minutes. We laughed. We joked. We had a good time. We talked about some of our past experiences, and he's got a, a unique job and experiences as well. And it was great. So I instantly had kind of this, you know, I trusted his, who he was and who he says he is and how his, you know, what his behavior has been with you. There's nothing that's, that was kind of shady to me. He was just a straight up guy. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, the fact that I was nervous told me that I really enjoy being around this person because I was pretty sure you were going to like him, but I didn't know if you guys were, I don't know, sometimes people butt heads and their personalities just don't really mesh. No. So I'm like, yeah, that could happen. For sure. It definitely didn't. So that was great. <laughs> it was really funny too, because he sat with us for probably about 40 minutes. Then I walked him out to his car and I wasn't even thinking about the fact that we have neighbors that can totally see. Oh yeah. It is not a secluded area where his car was and we were just straight up making out with each other in the parking lot I mean, <laughs> all over each other hands all over each other his hands are on my ass he spun me around at one point was kissing on my neck it was naughty in our fucking parking lot well i'm sure that by now those folks that kind of pay attention to us around the neighborhood they recognize that we have people here pretty often <laughs> you know we have guys gals you know we have couples everybody comes over so there's probably something that they're like ah, we can't put our finger on it oh we i'm sure they can you know. put their finger on it you're giving us too much credit maybe i don't we're know sneaky oh, i don't we're, like, well, we're not swingers. trying to be <laughs> yeah we're not trying to be sneaky but uh, well maybe now it's one of those things where it's like oh we, we thought that like they were cheating on each other but clearly that's not the case now well you know, for knows? a while there you were also traveling without me pretty often because you yeah. were going to reno to visit your friend and yeah. every time you were gone i would have a guy over yeah for sure so i'm sure the people that live like right next to us totally thought i was slutting it up behind your back <laughs> i think it's great i like it let, 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 let the mystery continue no one said anything yet so that'll be you know it'll be fun if someone does but oh, nobody will have the balls yeah, you know they probably, won't <laughs> probably not, so i'm really glad you got to meet him though that was a good good time for me it makes me feel more comfortable well yeah it's important look it, it's important that we we talked about this a lot about getting to know the people that we're going to each of us be playing with regularly you have now met both of my regular play partners and really enjoy their company. You guys have great relationships. Go out even without me for drinks or whatever. You went to a show with Susan. And so I like that aspect of it. You know, the shitty part, I think for me, like I like RJ that we're, that we're calling him RJ. And I hope it really works out and that you guys continue to see each other because I wouldn't mind hanging out with him, going to have a drink with him, just kind of really getting to know him. And that's, you know, that's something I would easily do anytime. I, I enjoyed his company. Yeah. So anyway, and along those same lines, you also hung out with Jade this week. I so did. So you got to be the slut for the day, too. I did. You got to have your turn. It's always fun to hang out with her because, well, her personality is just awesome. Anyway, she's super bubbly and just a good time to be around. And yeah, so we'll talk about it. But she did she did surprise me a little bit during this play session, as I told you. It was a great time. What a fucking super hottie she is. Are you going to give us any hints as to what that means? Uh, let's just say that things got... There was, things were a little bit more restrained this time. Oh, you, does that mean you tied her up or something? I didn't say that. Oh my goodness. Is that what I said? Oh, I can't wait to hear that. How fucking hot. It was a great time. She's so fucking hot. <laughs> well, in addition to that, I had a couple of fun things that happened this week. 
first I did a photo shoot. I shouldn't say photo shoot. It was a video shoot. Yes. For OnlyFans with one of the gentlemen that was at the content creator party that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. And I was not expecting for us to spend as much time together as we did. Well, listen, let me say this. I have nothing but appreciation and respect for people who genuinely take what they do seriously. Yeah. I don't care what it is. If you know, especially if you're doing your own thing, you're an entrepreneur, you're working for yourself, you've got your own business, your own kind of hustle. Nothing is more impressive to me than someone who is genuinely invested in it and takes it seriously, regardless of the topic or the subject matter. This guy definitely did. I don't know that I have met anyone in the content creator space, particularly from like an OnlyFans sexuality perspective that takes it as seriously as he did. And yeah. it, it was pretty fucking mind-blowing. I had no idea you were going to be tied up for like three and a half hours. Yeah, I wasn't physically tied up like no, it sounds like time. Jade was. <laughs> no, 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 just time. For three and a half hours, yes, I was in the hotel room with him, and we shot all sorts of stuff. It was naughty. It was raunchy. He's incredibly professional and good at what he does. Yeah. But I was so sore the next day, I legitimately felt like I had been hit by a cement truck and then had the cement dumped on me. Yeah, you were like, you came out. First of all, I'm starving because I'm sitting around. I hadn't eaten all day, right? It's now three hours, almost three and a half hours. I texted you a couple times, made sure you're okay. You texted me and I had a cup of coffee. That was it. You hadn't eaten yet. And now it's, I mean, it had to be close to like one or two in the afternoon, maybe. I don't even remember what time we started that whole thing. And... You were ravenous when you came down. I was hungry. And so we just had to go, we just had to go eat is what we had to do. And you were kind of out of it. You were lightheaded. You weren't even making sense for the most part. No, he literally fucked my brains out. Yeah. That's what happened. Until we sat down and got some food in us. It took you like 15 minutes to finally be like, okay. <laughs> to be a normal human being yeah, again. Yeah. I feel like I've got some sustenance. I can have a conversation now. Yeah, you were a mess. I mean, it was fun. I think... I love having these experiences because I feel like I'm, I'm kind of coming into my own in terms of content creation and what I like and what I don't like doing. And, you know, I, ha I'm, I have the luxury of just doing whatever the fuck I want. I think that's what people don't understand is like I would never shoot with someone I didn't actually want to have sex with. And no. I would never go forward with a scenario that didn't actually turn me on. Nothing on my channel is contrived. Right. And I love that because it makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel like I call all the shots and I get to just have all of the fun that I want and I share it when I want and I don't when I don't want to. So yeah. I don't know. I just feel very, I feel like a fucking powerful bitch right now. Well, there's something to be said for that empowerment. We talk about it a lot. You know, there's total control over what you're doing. So I, I think it's great. I enjoyed meeting him when we met him at the content creator party. He was really very professional. It was obvious he was the most professional guy in the room. No question about it. And you want to know what I learned though? What's that? I am never shooting for three and a half hours straight ever again, ever. Well, you had wardrobe changes. I mean, you had all kinds oh of shit going God. on. But the next day, I'm not joking. I felt horrible yeah you were I mean, pretty sore i was limping around our house my inner thighs were so sore i couldn't close my legs all the way it yeah. was so ridiculous it was a lot well that was also on the heels of us playing the day but the night before you and that night yep and that night and you had just done the content creator party like a day before or two days before yeah so it was a you had a lot of sex let's face it you were getting down and dirty yeah i was getting railed you were and i saw the pictures guys 
got a giant cock. Oh so my was, god, it's huge! It's like the size of one of my legs. It was it's gigantic. Insane. Yeah. So I, you should, you sent me that one picture, and I was I don't even remember where I was when I opened it. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta stop doing that. But there was people around. But I, you I was sitting know somewhere. Better. Come on, bro, yeah. do better. I don't know where I was, but anyway, it was you know I was like, holy shit, that's pretty fucking impressive. No yeah. wonder she's been sore for two days. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, and then in addition to that, two days later, we had the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas, which I was fully convinced oh, I was yeah. not playing at. Because... Yeah, you even told me, like, oh, I'm not going to play. I'm just, I'm too <laughs> sore. I'm not really in the mindset. I'm like, whatever. We start getting dressed, and you show me what you're wearing. I'm like, well, that's interesting. You're not wearing panties. So, <laughs> so much for the not playing. That's out the window. I also had lingerie packed in my, I know. In my yeah. little bag. Yeah. So, yeah, I did end up playing. It was completely by happenstance. It was the same guy. You guys may remember this from like several months ago at this point but at a previous party I had played with someone and then I came out and this guy and I were kind of flirting in the hallway and we ended up making out with each other like hardcore and I didn't play with him that night because I really don't do that I don't just meet someone once hardly ever and then just play with them right it's I mean, rare I did in Portland but it's rare it's rare so yeah I mean this was kind of a good opportunity for us to like actually explore some chemistry and chat with each other and he's so fucking hot this guy is so smoking hot just in general though this party was filled with some of the most attractive men I've seen in the city of Las Vegas yeah we were talking about this with some with someone a friend of ours the other day about how attractive that group was that was there Thursday the other thing I thought that was really cool because you are playing with this guy while it was precipitated largely by you having you know made out with him and met him once meeting him once before Another single guy that comes to a lot of our events that you have played with before, he's a friend, he's a local guy, he is the one that actually told you about this guy's interest in you. And I thought that was very cool because you talk about... A lot of times, single guys are just so they don't want to share the information. They're, They're you know, they want to be in control. It's a another. competition. Yep. Yeah, these guys, it wasn't like that at all. He's like, hey, just so you know, my buddy wanted me to, you know, he told me how much he's into you. He's just super shy and he didn't know if you were interested. Planted that seed and you guys had a great time. So good for him. I mean, that's a, that's a solid player right there. I also think that that's testament to what we've built here in Las Vegas, though. You know what oh, I mean? Sure. Like a lot of these people had no idea who anyone else was in this kind of group that we've built. And now all of a sudden the guys are taking care of each other they're wing manning each other you know the hot wives are introducing their play partners to each other it's yeah. very very cool to see that being built up over time yeah and this past thursday was a really nice combination of brand new folks like literally first time in the lifestyle going to their first event from another country i mean it was yes. they were from the uk this one couple they had never been to an event before it was super cool and then a bunch of people that obviously we know that are local. So having the locals represented and a bunch of new faces, what a great time. Well, and everyone being friendly and open because we also had like we had a guy in from Houston that's yeah. thinking about moving here. And he kind of jokingly said afterwards, oh, I'm definitely moving here now because everyone was so damn friendly to me. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm pretty sure we <laughs> the, 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 the experiences <laughs> we he had. The tipping point. Yeah. yeah. The experiences <laughs> he had Thursday, he seemed to have done very well for himself. Are probably going to teeter him uh, moving to this way, I'm sure. He, he was very cool. He had a great personality. I think the city of Las Vegas should pay us a commission or something. For sure. If they start paying taxes. Yeah, here. no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was really an, a nice combination of, of new faces and familiar faces. I enjoyed that that aspect of it. In fact, the night flew by. Normally, at one o'clock in the morning, I'm dragging my ass. But it went by really quickly. And, and actually, we walked past somebody and they were like, oh, I guess it's time to go. I went, what fucking time is it? And sure enough, it was like one o'clock in the morning already. Yeah. It just flew by. I loved it. It was such a good event. Super hot people. Can't wait till next month. So make sure you guys join us for a future one, by the way. We do it every third Thursday of the month here yeah, in Las Vegas. they're a good so. time. So now that our events here are over, 
we are now officially in splash mode because yes. we are like four days away from hopping on a plane and going to splash. Yeah. And I am so excited. We actually just got off the phone with the organizer talking about the pool party. And we're also going to be hosting a little bit of a meet and greet, I guess. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Saturday. I'm not sure. It's Friday or Saturday. We'll get the itinerary here in the next few hours. Well, everyone um, going to splash will have it, too. So oh, for sure. If you're yeah. going to splash, just know that we'll be there on property and we'd love to hang out with you and chat and get yeah. to know you. And yeah, it's going to be great. There'll be live music. There is a full service bar, which is awesome. So I can't wait to meet a bunch of folks. And we have some friends coming from here, actually, and some from other states. But we have some locals going. I think two or three couples locally that are going that way. That we know. Well, actually, yeah. there's a ton of Vegas people going, but we don't even know half of them no they've just reached really interesting because again this is a very different circle than we usually travel in this is couples who are going to play with couples yeah and we don't experience those people a lot and i'm really excited to kind of broaden our horizons from a social perspective for sure and let's face it i'm just excited to be near the beach if i'm being honest but are you excited to be naked uh i don't listen i didn't get naked at all uh, the last uh event we went to the uh the atlanta splash i was we were just too busy i was did the pool party for a number of hours i was wiped out out. I don't think I laid out for more than like 30 or 40 minutes the entire time we were there. Yeah, so, missed opportunity. Yeah, hopefully I'll get a chance to do that. I'm looking forward to it. We're pale as fuck right now, though. We're oh, going to burn crazy. like sausages. <laughs> yeah, we are going to look <laughs> ridiculous. That is, is so brutal. I know. We had great tans all summer. And then for whatever reason, well, we just got busy. And all of a sudden we weren't doing pool parties anymore. That's what happened. We stopped the Monday pool parties. Yep. And that just fucked up my tan. Yep. Yeah. So now anyway. I look like a Montana girl again. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I, you know, I, I got my regular color, but it's uh, it's going to be a rough couple of days in, in Fort Lauderdale. I'm looking looking forward to it. I can't wait to get there. Yeah, same. I am not, not looking forward to the flight. Um, <laughs> oh, obviously, God. I've had some really shitty experiences. Please send me all the good vibes because getting Brian back on a plane after his last couple of experiences is going to take, I don't know, <sighs> a fucking miracle and several Benadryl. It's going to take a lot of alcohol. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I am not looking forward to I really am not. I'm already fucking just talking about it. I'm getting the fucking sweats. Like, getting I, anxious? I, those uh, weird feelings in your stomach? Yes, I want none of this. Like every time I see a needle, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... <laughs> Strange, but yes, I, I, I just don't want to do it. So I'm going to be completely wiped out. You can wake me up when we land. Just remember what's waiting for us on the other end of the flight. Uh, it better pool be pool party and the beach and yeah. sexy people. It's got to be something good because otherwise you're not getting my ass on a plane anymore. Especially <laughs> the six hour fucking flight shit. It's four and a half. You drama. A, yeah, but by the time you actually the plane takes off, you get off the plane after it's taxi. That's true. It is a gigantic. It's pain a in fucking the ass. hassle. Yeah, you know? I'll and, give you that. Yeah, and let's hope that there's no issues with the luggage. We I mean we wait an hour and 20 minutes in New York to get our bag. You just have to manifest, you know, that it's all going to work out perfectly. Uh, and it's going to. Okay. All it's right, going to be a great trip. Can't Woo. wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Can I just teleport myself yeah. there? That would be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, if anyone's going to figure it out, it's probably going to be that Elon Musk. So Yeah. Well, I'm going to send him an email. <laughs> Okay, so I want to move on to single guy tip of the week. Okay. So one of the things that I don't really like, and maybe I'm alone in this, so I kind of want to get your opinion on it. All right. I don't like when people are too available to, to me. Like, for example, I'm talking to somebody new and we click and then we start talking about logistics and getting together. And they're like, well, what are you doing in like two hours? No. And yeah. it's like, uh, well, I, living my life because, you know, yeah. I'm busy and I can't just drop everything to go meet you. Or, you know, they want to meet tomorrow and they don't understand the concept of needing to plan things and I guess part of that is because it feels a little 
little bit needy or clingy to me. But the other part of it is I want to be around interesting people who are doing things with their life. If you're constantly available, if there's never a time when you don't have things going on in your life that would prevent you from meeting me, I kind of assume you don't have anything going on in your life. Well, the good news is that that person is probably very clearly single. So that's number one. So that, that you could probably take the fact that they're cheating on their partner off the table. Th- that's a good thing, right? Of course. The other thing is we don't function the way most people do, I guess. So when uh, we're around each other all the time, we're constantly together. And unless we have planned to not be together, we're doing shit together. So it's difficult for us to just say, okay, in two hours, I'm, I'm going to go here. In what? fact, today... My plan right now, as you and I are recording this, is to potentially see Susan tomorrow, one of my regular playmates. She sent me a text message early in the morning, or late last night, I should say, saying, hey, I'm not super busy tomorrow, being today. If you have some time, let's you know, let's hook up. Well, I wasn't planning on it. So my, my mind wasn't there. So I'm really not prepared to see her today. I'm prepared to see her tomorrow. And while it might be a little more convenient today because the times are you know more flexible, I just feel like to, I want to do it tomorrow. I want to spend time with you because we're getting ready to get on a plane, as we said, and go to Splash and hang out and have fun. I want us to spend as much time together. Now, I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if it's selfish. I don't know. But that's just me. I don't really care if it's weird or selfish. It's just what our relationship is. Yeah. So. so, but I guess my point is, if every time you talk to Susan, she was like, "Oh, I'm available right now," and she never had anything going on, don't you feel like you would you would eventually lose interest? Well, sure, because I also, fortunately, the the people in my life are super fucking professional and busy, and and I don't have to worry about that, which is really nice, and you don't have to worry about that. But yeah, that tells you a couple of things. At least it tells me a few things, and the most important being, I. Can't can't and don't want to be ready at the drop of a hat to meet somebody because you and I really covet the time we spend together and and we have a lot of shit to do. So so I had this conversation with Susan and she put it perfectly to me and I've been thinking about it ever since she said it to me. She said, if you look around and at the five people that you spend the most time with, you're looking at your future. And I'm like, fuck, that is profound. And then I start thinking about my play partners and I start thinking about the fact that if I want regular play partners and I want people that are actually friends and those types of things, I want them to be interesting and fulfilled people. Right. I don't want them to feel as if the reason they're playing with me is because they're trying to fill some sort of a weird void or they don't have enough of a social life and they just feel like they need that human contact. I don't want those people. No. And again, that might be kind of shallow and selfish of me to say, but I just want people who are able to carve out time for me in their very interesting lives. Well, I guess that's what it comes down to. It would be unfair, in my opinion, to seek out people who have that kind of availability for you and I, because we don't, that would be really disingenuous to say, Hey, you need to be available as often as possible or to look for people who are available as often as possible. It wouldn't be fair because you and I are not those people. We're not available often. Yeah, like I was talking to this guy very recently and, and we were talking about when we could get together and I pulled out my calendar and I'm like, potentially October 5th right. or maybe October 24th. Like those are pretty much the only two days I can come up with right now. Yeah. And I'm like, what does your availability look like? And he's like, I'm available every night after 4 p.m. I'm uh-huh. like, 
okay, but why? <laughs> yeah, why well, are you available every single night? I was you just, don't have friends. You don't have hobbies. You don't have interests. You don't volunteer. You don't do anything. Well, it's almost, it's also could be one of those things where it's like, well, I have stuff I could do, but if you tell me you're going to be ready to see me, I'll drop it because I want to bang you that badly. Yeah, but I also, also don't not want that. awesome. No, yeah, not that's awesome. thirsty. Well, I just was texting this morning and yesterday with Jessica, my friend Jessica, who we just talked about, I think on the last episode. She and her husband are out of the country. They're traveling. And so we just were sending a couple of, you know, cute messages back and forth. And she was just referencing something that had happened. And we briefly at one point talked about or texted, well, see you when you get back. We'll try to get our align our schedules. And that's exactly what has to happen because they're busy and we're busy. And that's okay. So when we get to see each other, we'll do it. And the good news is they live super fucking close. So if there's an opportunity, we'll make it happen. But yeah, if there was this like, oh, my schedule's completely open. Let me know when you're free. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah, because about that. also what am I going to have to talk to that person about? Like if you aren't doing anything interesting with your life besides going to work and coming home, what do we have to talk about? Yeah, exactly. It's tough. Yeah, it, you know, it I'm difficult. not going to be interested in getting to know you as a person if you're boring. <laughs> well, certainly. Well, I think that's a big part of the, the. That's the difference, right? That's the designation. Someone who is just readily available, looking to have sex, you have some kind of physical, or, or we have some kind of physical attraction to them, or whatever the case may be. That's a different person than we're talking about. Like that, that's not a regular play partner with the opportunity to potentially to become a friend. Right. That's a that's a sex buddy. That's if, a friend with benefits. Or that's not just, even that. Not even that's that. a hookup. That's yeah. That's and all that's that okay is. too. If I'm looking for a random hookup for and I'm sure. horny and you want to be available to me when I'm horny, that's fine. But you're never right. going to be more than that because you don't have the substance that's necessary to keep my interest. Right. Because I'm going to show up or you're going to show up and we're just going to bang and then boom, we're out. We and, don't have you know, to have a conversation about your hobbies because I don't. Really Really care. Yeah, don't need you to don't talk care about, about mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to talk about the traveling you just did because you didn't do any. We don't need to talk about your job because it's probably not that interesting or whatever. <laughs> right. You know, we could just get right down to it. And that's totally fine too. But when it comes to regular play partners and people that will be friends, you know, probably, yeah, that's, that's a little bit more difficult. Because the truth is, like when I go see Jade, we talk for I mean, it's 30 minutes. First of all, I'm playing with her dog because he's just awesome. And we'll talk for 30 minutes to catch up because we're not seeing each other that often. That's the thing, right? We hadn't seen each other in over a month when she and I just saw each other last. Yeah, so but we again, had a lot you to catch have up to on. schedule things out because right. she is a busy person and you are a busy person. Right. So then when you get together, you actually have things to talk about. Yeah, so we're chatting for 30 minutes before we play. We're chatting for 30 minutes after we play. You know, that's a comfortable kind of place to be, you know? It makes it so much easier to digitally communicate because we i know you and i both are definitely good at this because we we do it all the time we constantly communicate with our regular play partners and friends constantly yeah, texting. not that great <laughs> well i definitely am i, I make hate a, texting but... i make a, a point to make sure i do that and so i do when i care about people right but well, i that's just, just don't it. fucking like texting no 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 but the people that matter to us we do that with quite often and that's a big part of it keeping up that communication you know, you don't want to lose interest. You don't want anyone else to lose interest. And I think if you're if you're an interesting person, people won't lose interest in you. Yeah. That's so really be an interesting is. person. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's single guy tip of the week. I yeah. Mean, if you're if a single you're, dude. If you're looking at your schedule and you're like, I have every single night this week open, you should probably do something to change that. For whether sure. it's something professional, whether it is something that you just really enjoy doing, Volunteer, whether it's social, whatever. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Especially in Vegas. Listen, if you live in Vegas and you have your entire week open, there's something wrong. Listen, I say it many times. I'll continue to say it. If you're bored living here, you're just boring. You can't be bored here. I don't care what you want to do. It's benign or 
as outlandish as you want to get, you can absolutely find it here. It does not take that much. Kind of like a content creator party that I went to. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> that like I that. I was very much uh, looking forward to. Did not expect anything crazy to come out of it, but something crazy came out of it. Yeah. It was incredibly unexpected, and I'm so excited to share the details of that. First, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by your friends at Permescent. You guys know that I'm all about the quality products because I have very sensitive skin. So whether it's condoms, lubes, or massage oils, I need to make sure that the ingredients being used in my products are top notch. And that's why I trust Permescent with all of my bedroom wellness product needs. I absolutely love their massage oils. I've been using them a lot lately with a couple of certain people and really enjoying them. Not only do they smell amazing, but I know that they're going to be on the skin. They don't get sticky and weird and gloppy like a lot of massage oils. And they just allow me and whoever I'm using them with to focus on the pleasure of the moment. Permescent also has amazing products like their flagship delay spray, which helps you elongate your sexy bedroom playtime. So if you just want to amp up your game, make sure you go to permescent.com today to stock up on all of their products. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com for top of the line condoms, lubes, delay spray, massage oils, and so much more. This episode of FPS is brought to you by one of my favorite services out there and something I literally recommend to every single one of my lifestyle friends. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Everly Well. You guys know that I put a huge priority on my pleasure and therefore I also need to put a huge priority on my sexual health, which is why I use Everly Well's at-home lab tests to make sure that I'm testing for my STI health very regularly. I actually get a test every other month sent to my house. It's just a quick prick of my finger and a swab. I send off the entire kit and within just a few short days, I have all of my results in a very easy to read email format that I can then share with my primary care physician or my sexual partners or anyone else that I choose to do so. It is so easy. It's so convenient. But the best part is it's a very low and transparent cost. I've heard from some other people who go in for testing services and they're spending hundreds, if not over a thousand dollars on their testing. That is insane. Get the affordable Everly Well tests today, and listeners of our show can also get a discount. Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off all at-home lab tests at everlywell.com slash FPS. That's everlywell.com slash FPS for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash FPS. I'll be real with you guys. Up until a few months ago, I had never really had much experience with THC and I had definitely not heard of microdosing. Thankfully, that's all changed because our next partner, Lumi Labs, created microdose gummies. They pack the perfect small amount of THC into their gummies and they're perfect for things like relaxing at the end of your night, helping you sleep through the night, or especially for Brian recovering after the gym. That's a really big deal. Microdose gummies are just the perfect way to come down from an insane day and we would love for you to check them out. In fact, if you go to microdose.com, you can learn all about microdosing THC and you can get 30% off of your first order and free shipping by using our code FPS at checkout. Again, you can find all of this in the show notes today, but if you go to microdose.com and use code FPS, you're going to get 30% off of your first order and free shipping. Okay, allow me to explain my neuroses because I think that this okay. will, I think this needs to be a backdrop to this story. I don't ever want 
people to assume that I'm going to have sex with them just because we're in a sexually charged environment. Yeah, that's fair. I worry about that in a lot of instances. Like our events are pretty controlled and we know most of the guys, so that's different. But if I just go to like somebody else's event and I don't know anyone there, I think about those things or especially at something like a content creator party, which I had never gone to before. So for me, it was like, this is completely uncharted territory. I kind of know a couple of the people that are going, but not all that well. So I just... When I was asked to go to this party, I was excited that I was included because I felt great. You know, it's like you always like to be included. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to go into that environment and feel as if I am expected to have sex with a bunch of strangers. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Well, when this whole thing, you first mentioned this to me. And of course, we knew the organizer. He's a friend. And when you first. Shout out to jo- Doc, by the way, that Doc yes. Chocolate, who hosts the Bulls and Queens podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Doc was the organizer. He set this thing up, asked you to take part, which obviously is always nice, like you said. And what I said to you, because you, of course, shared this you know neurotic behavior with me, I said, well. You would be the same way, though. I, I, listen, I wouldn't do it. So I don't need to even consider it. But what I said to you was, why don't you offer Doc the opportunity to be there so that you can be a support system for some of the other folks there, some of the other gals, for example, that are going to be in attendance. And it was a number of women that came in from other states. So because when you had a content creator experience, but it was really just for you, there was another woman present who also happened to be at this particular event. And she made you feel really comfortable being there. Yeah, I think more people should be doing that in general. Like if you're shooting with someone and you don't know them, having another woman in the room just to make sure that like everything is above board. And I don't know, there's there is a certain level of comfort in a woman's presence in those situations. No doubt. So when you mentioned it, I I thought, why don't you go and, you know, be there in that capacity? And if you decide that you want to film or that it works out and there's some mutual beneficial kind of thing between you and some of the content creators, you might take part and have your stuff with you and at least be ready but you don't have to go with an expectation much like when we go to lifestyle events we don't have expectations at all of playing with anybody in fact we rarely do it so you know I i just think it made sense Yeah. So that was kind of my mindset walking into this whole thing. I did know that there were going to be people there I had met previously. You had mentioned, for example, that the last time I kind of created with a group, this guy was there. Yes. He goes by Dreads, by the way. So yeah, he was there Dreads and so was the guy. was there, and as was this other woman. And so I, I knew I was going to know a couple of people. And also, this Dreads guy was kind of flirting with me leading up to the party. But once again, I just didn't expect anything to happen. There was zero indication from me or from anyone else that actual shooting with me was going to take place at the event. Okay? Right. So I get to the event, and this guy, Dreads, and I are flirting all fucking day. All day long. Well, well, let's back up a second. You and I get there on day one, and some folks were creating content. Well, when the door was answered, (laughs) these two folks were having sex on the couch. So she had to get up and come open the door for us. Well, Dreads was already naked. He was the first naked person you saw when you walked in the room. Yeah, well, I've seen him naked before. So. Right. But in this particular case, he was completely naked on the couch. Yeah, we totally cock blocked. Yeah. We totally did. Absolutely. 
So anyway, he and I are just flirting all day long. And again, I'm not expecting anything to come of it. It's mostly just, I mean, he was he's so complimentary of me. He always tells me how cute I am and how he loves my red hair. He's a super good guy. He did end up telling me that he thinks the reason that he has kind of a little crush on me is because I remind him of like a student aide that he had when he was like in junior high. Yeah, like a student <laughs> teacher. Yeah. He had this crush on this older woman. So anyway, that's kind of. I think that stuck with him. And I was sure. very flattered by that. Too. Yeah. Those, th- listen, those little nuggets get planted in your mind and it's hard to kind of forget about them or something will happen. And all of a sudden you'll remember it like, oh shit, I, she looks like this person or he looks like that person. And it's, you know, it's one of those things that evokes a memory. I will say for me personally, the chemistry was built up throughout the day, right? It was like, yeah. Every time he would look at me and kind of smile and give me some googly eyes. And it was really cute, too, because he kind of like look at me and be flirty. And then he'd look away as if he was like super shy, which he's absolutely not. Like he but... got caught doing something he wasn't supposed to <laughs> yeah. do. Like, oh, you're not sly at all over there. If you're trying to be sneaky, I totally see you looking at me. Yeah. But it was just this build up throughout the entire day. And I mean, the guy is he's hot. He is built he works out every fucking day and you can tell because he's fucking ripped he has amazing abs and amazing arms and it ju- he's just kind of the whole package that yeah, way no he's 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 a, he's a stud no doubt about it <laughs> so again it's flattering to have a guy that looks like that hitting on me all day for sure and so i went with you i did not stay because that was the day after i had my flight from hell i didn't get home till like 2 30 in the morning coming back from reno yep. yeah and i was just spent so i went just to make sure you were okay you were set up all was good and that you were comfortable and then i got out of there and went home and went to sleep because i hadn't slept yet well i ended up having a blast with these people i really connected with with them there were two women that i spent a good majority of the day with and then doc and a couple other guys and i i just really felt comfortable in that environment which again i was not expecting because i am fucking neurotic and i really get into my own head and it's really interesting because i don't think of myself as a shy person until right. i'm in those environments and then i tend to really fucking clam up well have you noticed that yeah for sure absolutely that's why i went with you to begin with because i knew you were going to be real feel apprehensive about the whole thing and get in your head and get weird about it. And even if there was an opportunity potentially for you to create some content, you might talk yourself out of it, you know? So I thought, well, let me go get you settled, get comfortable, kind of introduce myself to everybody in the room that I didn't know at that point. And then once I realized that you were more than comfortable because you recognize some folks, I figured this was going to be okay. So there were scenes kind of going on throughout the day, and then we left in the afternoon and went and got some sushi, and I just got to kind of socialize with everyone, and again, this guy's hitting on me hardcore, which I fucking loved. I mean, I loved his confidence, but it wasn't done in like a creepy way. It was a very sweet and very, yeah, very quiet confidence to him, and I loved that because, I don't know, it was just very endearing. I don't feel like a lot of guys have that ability to be both sweet and also letting you know that they want to stick their dick in you, right? Well, like, that's a there's a very fine line there. Right, but he, he also isn't a guy that ever says just that, like, I want to bend you over the kitchen table. He's <laughs> He's got a, a shyness to him, like you said, that's endearing. And it's like, you know that he wants to fuck you, no question about it, but he doesn't ever articulate it in such a direct way, and which makes it that much more fun to watch. Because w- he was standing next to me, I was sitting at the table, you were sitting to my right, 
he was standing to my left and he was just, it was almost like a, a kid who's shy that that's wanting to say something or do something, but they don't know how to go about it. You know, it was a little <laughs> bit awkward. It was, it was nice to see. It was cute. I liked it a lot. So the other thing that I liked is he kind of left the ball in my court. I mean, cause obviously he's hitting on me. He's telling me I'm cute and all these things, but he never comes right out and says like, do you want to shoot together or do you want to play or anything like that? Right. So after sushi, everyone is kind of milling around this little shopping area and he's like right behind me. And I I had the confidence. I was shocked. I turned around. I was like, so do you like the view from back there? Oh, I didn't <laughs> know that. I would never normally say I don't know what the fuck got into me. Well, why not? At that point, you know that it, you got a green light, obviously. Yeah, I know, but I never am that confident and no, that direct. It no. just doesn't. That's not my personality. It must have been the mercury in the sushi. I guess. <laughs> I did have a cocktail with sushi. Well, Maybe there you go. That's what it was. <laughs> Empty stomach and a cocktail. Yeah. So <laughs> he's like, yeah, of course I do. And I was like, well, are you ever going to actually make your move or are you just going to give me flirty eyes all day? And he was like, I'll make my move whenever you want me to. And I was How like, funny. okay, well then when we get back and what was really funny is everyone was planning on taking a nap after sushi and I was coming home. Right. And so I asked him, are you wanting to nap? He's like, not now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. So we get back to this suite that everyone was kind of staying in and hanging out in and I go in and kind of get myself all cleaned up. I have this cute little blue dress on. No panties, of course. Naturally. I never fucking do. And, <laughs> and he comes and he grabs my hand very confidently and with this sexy fucking look on his face. Like, he wanted to just eat me in that moment. That's what it felt like. Just that carnal desire that you see on somebody's face when it's not just about sex it's not just about oh it'd be cool to have sex right now because this is a man that's had a lot of sex already right the day before that morning this has been a very active dude he is far from hurting in terms of getting his dick wet yeah when it's when someone looks at you like they want to consume you that's like a super fucking turn oh god i love it there's nothing hotter to me than that look so anyway he's giving me that look he grabs me by the hand and we walk up the stairs it's kind of this two level suite and we go into the room and he was like do you want to just play or do you want to shoot something and I thought that was really interesting because a he didn't know my comfort level with all of this because I had expressed everyone ahead of time that I may not shoot anything right but b I really think he would have been okay either way like whether it was taped or not taped he would have been totally fucking cool with it which i liked because i didn't feel like i was being used for content no absolutely he would not have given a shit whether you wanted to film it or not if i had said not leave your phone off he would have been like okay cool and we would have just gone at it and that i think that's also what made me feel as comfortable as i did in this scene because obviously i watched it back i edited the thing and as i'm watching it i'm seeing these like real moments these real moments of chemistry and connection and heat between us and that's it was fucking hot yeah that's, to me, a, that's what makes good porn right well that's a pro move good Por- yes whatever <laughs> if there is such a thing i yeah. suppose the amateur stuff yeah that's amateur I mean, stuff is way better than the professional stuff we've talked about this a lot for sure yeah, that's a pro move. A guy that's like, he obviously wanted you and the opportunity to to create content was there. But as far as he was concerned, shit, if it's just an opportunity to be with you, he was fine either way. And, he, and him letting you know that up front to put you at ease, whether he did it consciously or not, was a super move. Well, and the other thing that I loved and how I typically like to shoot my stuff anyway is I like to just set a camera down and fucking forget about it, right? right. Not this overproduced thought out scene. It's more so just two people who genuinely want to be fucking fucking 
Yeah. And it just happens to be videoed. You know what I mean? Right. That's fucking hot to me. So he sets up his phone and he goes and kind of cleans himself up. He comes out in these fucking amazing boxers that are hugging his package in all the right places. And again, I've been with this man before. I taped with him back in June as part of a little mini gangbang. But I didn't really get a chance to like focus on just him and just his body and just his cock. So it was so funny because he takes off these amazing boxers and I was a little shocked at the cock that was revealed. How I was so? like, I remember it being nice, but not fucking amazing. Well, I think now because he's, well, it was the only cock in the room, so that doesn't hurt either. So your focus is directly on him. Well, I think the so, first time was a little overwhelming for me too, because for sure. I don't usually do a lot of group stuff. No, you had three, it was you with three guys. And as I said, there was another gal in the room kind of just helping out. So yeah, that's going to, it's going to be overwhelming and you're going to forget some pieces of that. So I loved that. I mean, he reveals this amazing cock and I immediately want to touch it. And he's like, no, no, no. I want you to sit on my face. I was like, wait wow. a second. That's where we're starting this interaction is me planting my ass on your face. And he was like, yes. And I was like, okay. Nice. I made some joke about suffocating him. He's like, good. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I'm hoping for. And it was funny because I think back to other times when I've sat on people's faces and I feel like I do it very gingerly. Yeah. Just barely like putting the leg on the other side and like backing up into their face. Not this fucking time. I acted like I was mounting a fucking horse. I swung that leg over and I planted my ass. And again, I was shocked at my level of confidence in that. Well, and you know, by that point, I would like to think if you're going to have any confidence, that would be when you did. I mean, you got a guy who's clearly into you. Now you're at the point where you're both naked and there's obviously an attraction. You've had an opportunity to be with him before, albeit, you know, not quite the same. There was more people in the room, but you, at that point you should be confident because there's no question that this is somebody that's totally into you. (laughs) I could tell from the way he licked me that he was into me too, because here's the other thing. Again, there's a camera rolling. Okay. Right. And I'm not going to say whom, but one person that I've shot with in the past, they know their angles and they know they don't have to try that hard if their face is away from the camera. (laughs) Right. That is not the case here. This man was devouring my pussy and it was so much fun. I'm kind of like bent over. His cock is like getting hard in my face and I haven't even touched it yet. Right. Which was also very sexy to me. It was it was clear that he wanted what was happening to be happening. This was not an orchestrated, contrived thing. This was like, he was fucking turned on by the fact that my juicy ass and pussy are on his face. Yeah, you talk about manifesting a situation, right? (laughs) He clearly did that. Good for him. If he did, he's a fucking badass. Yeah. And I thank him for it. So anyway, I'm planted on... And for a while, I'm just kind of sitting back on his face, right? I'm not sucking his cock. I'm not touching his cock. I'm watching it get hard, which is turning me the fuck on. And then I'm like, I can't not suck his cock. And again, 69, we've talked about this so many times. Not my favorite position. No. With, I would say, the vast majority of people, not going to be my favorite thing to do. For sure. But at the same time, if I have a rock-hard, beautiful cock right in my face, you think I'm not going to do anything with it? Well, it's one of those things, right, that'll take your mind off of the fact that you're uncomfortable, right, or vulnerable, let's say. Yeah, to some degree. But at the same time, the reason I don't typically love 69 is because I can't focus on both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. 
So that didn't really happen in this situation because he was eating my pussy so well that I'm lowering my mouth onto him and I probably wasn't even sucking his cock for, I don't know, 10 seconds. And I just start feeling my legs start to shake. I feel that orgasm coming on, that wave. There is something different too about not being on your back when you have that orgasm. Oh, for sure. It almost feels like it shoots through your whole body in a different way. Yeah, well, it's also a position that you don't find yourself in that often because it's not your preference. Right. So that was kind of hot because I came and I was still just kind of continuing to stroke his cock and I was coming so hard. And I think the only time during this entire thing that I like looked up and saw the cameras, I see myself in the reflection and I am just having this like massive (laughs) orgasm. It was so fucking hot. I was like, oh my, my face is like contorted and oh, it was hot. I was able to just really, really let go with him in that moment. Well, that's one of those moments in the in the video where you're like, oh yeah that's that was a genuine moment like i didn't even expect to see that yeah that was not faking it yeah (laughs) if i could fake it like that i deserve a fucking oscar for sure (laughs) so so anyway i continue to sit on his face for a little while longer and i'm still stroking on his cock and sucking on his cock and then i kind of whip my leg off and get off of him and it was hilarious because i it was so clear i could feel how wet i was like i could feel myself dripping onto him right but i get off of him and look at his face and he's literally just like covered in my juices <laughs> yeah well that tends to happen with you so i reach up and i'm kind of like wiping it off his mouth and he's like no i fucking love it and we just start making out with each other and i'm tasting myself all over his mouth and he's like i just have to fuck you and i was like okay perfect because i really want you to <laughs> so i start off with him fucking me from behind and this was really hot because i have my dress hiked up i haven't even taken my dress off. I have my tits out, but my dress is still on. Jeez, you didn't even take the time to do that. No, I was so into the whole thing. I was just so like in the moment and I don't know. I I kind of got carried away with everything, but my picture this, my dress is hiked up almost over my shoulders at one point and he is just drilling me from behind. So you didn't actually put on your lingerie? No. Oh, wow. Nope. This whole thing happened in my little blue dress and we've talked about this before, but there's something so fucking hot to me about that. Like we just can't be bothered to get completely right. naked because we want each other so bad in that moment. Yeah, it's primal. Like, when he's telling me to ride his face, I'm like, well, I could go put on my lingerie right now or I could just just take my dress off right now fuck it no i'm just gonna mount his face yeah no there's there's a primal (laughs) component to that but he so when he's fucking me from behind he literally has my dress almost up to my shoulders and he's like holding it in place while he's fucking me from behind with this fucking amazing cock and of course i'm coming over and over again he knows exactly what he's doing with that cock too he knew the angles there was one point where he was kind of almost doing like a figure eight with his hips which drives me fucking crazy i feel like it hits all of those spots that don't usually get hit right you know what i mean when it's the swirl rather than the like hard banging penetration of course we did that too (laughs) naturally (laughs) but i like that i just felt like he had such a sexual iq i mean this is a dude who is so clearly uber experienced with a woman's body well he's also super into you so that's always helpful yeah well and i felt i did truly feel like he was doing all of this for my pleasure you know what i mean like 
I know he was enjoying it too because he's fucking rock hard. I mean, I can feel him inside of me from behind and it's like pulsating it so hard. So I can tell he's into it. But at the same time, this was very much about me and my pleasure. I mean, there was one moment where he fucked me really hard and I kind of let out a gasp and he immediately was like, you okay? Everything okay? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like that was a good gasp. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a guy that wants a, a ticket back to the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, a very mindful lover for sure. Yeah. And, you know, he also understands that he has a large cock and not everyone's going to be able to take it the exact same way. Right. So anyway, he's fucking me from behind for quite a while. And then one of the hottest parts of this entire thing to me is he's like, I want you to roll over on your back so I can see your face while you're coming this time. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that's a Listen, that's bold. So I'm laying down on the bed. He's fucking me. We are staring into each other's eyes while he is just fucking me harder and harder and we start saying nasty dirty things to each other i'm asking him how good my pussy feels and he's telling me it feels amazing and do you like my rock hard cock and i'm like yes i love your cock and it was just dirty and again i just felt fucking comfortable in that moment well that's it i mean listen that's important we talk about it a lot it's that comfort level right once you get comfortable with somebody now this is someone you you know you've been with them before but in a different kind of arena but there is a level of comfort there is an attraction you instinctually know at that moment that he's into you which makes it that much more comfortable for you i mean you could just let your inhibitions go you know yeah. i felt like a dirty slut in that moment i loved it but all i i guess my point is i often feel like a dirty slut and i sometimes feel like i have to kind of temper it or hold back on certain things. Yeah, not in a situation like that. Not with him, no. I was so comfortable because it's like every time I would say something dirty, he'd light up like a fucking Christmas tree. Well, you yeah. know, or every time I would try something different, I kind of angled my hips a little bit at one point so it's easier for him to just like drill me deep. And he just is beaming down at me. So I'm like, okay, this is all working. Like the chemistry and the flow is just 100% there. And there was one point where he leans down and he's kissing me and I... I'm, I'm literally having an orgasm into his mouth. Like, I'm moaning into his mouth, which was kind of fucking hot. It is hot. It's like we didn't stop making out for me to moan. We were just going to multitask in that moment. Yeah, well, that's just, it's organic, right? That's when it's just the best. There's no direction. There's no choreography. It's just organic. Yeah. So <laughs> then he starts telling me that he's going to come. And I'm like, you know, I love the idea of a man coming, especially if I can kind of feel it. I feel like one of the reasons that I'm quite a bit of a size queen is because with larger cocks, I can feel that pulsing as they're coming. Right. It's so fucking hot. So he's telling me that he's going to come and I'm like, yes, I want to feel it. I want to, you know, I want to feel that cock pulsate for me. And he's like, oh, it's going to. And he comes and it was so hot because up to that point, there had been so much like eye contact and just this carnal connection with each other. And I've said this many times before and I 100% mean it. I love when people can get lost in their own orgasm. For right? sure. Like this is a guy who is focusing so heavily on my place pleasure and on drilling me deep and on saying all these naughty things to make me feel good and to turn me on. But then when it's his time to just really enjoy his orgasm, he lets himself do that. He kind of got lost in it. I could tell because he went from like a harder grip on me to kind of loosening his grip and he's closing his eyes and I feel the cock pulse and I'm like oh my god it was just so fucking erotic to me well yeah that's again one of those non 
choreographed, very organic moments. And when you're, I mean, for me, when I'm in that moment, like I, I'm sure I sound and look like a complete nut job because I don't care. Oh, you look so fucking hot. You know, <laughs> you just don't care. You know. So I, the other thing that I really loved is he kind of stayed inside of me for a minute. We were just kind of like. I don't know, continuing to just touch each other and come down from everything, but he was still inside of me while he was doing it. Yeah, well, you know, I tend to do that too. And I, I honestly do that because I don't want to be rude. Is that weird? What do you mean? Well, like, you know, you're basically coming to a crescendo. You have, I have an orgasm. The last thing I want to do is be like, okay, all good here. And, you know, run off to the bathroom and clean up. So, well, that's I, different than pulling out of me. And yeah, no, I mean, I, I take my time with that as long as I have the consent from my partner to be there for that length of time. You know, I guess I just don't want to be, I don't want to seem like I'm rushing. Oh, well, I look at it as he wants to soak up every minute of being inside my pussy. I don't know which of the two is the case for him, but that's how I looked at it. Well, like, for sure. You he mean you enjoyed wanna... being inside of me so much. And also guys can get really, really sensitive after they come. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, kind of t- coming down from it while still in position, if you will, I would assume is a thing a lot of the times. Absolutely. But it turned me the fuck on. And then the moment he kind of pushed away from me, he immediately goes into being total fucking gentleman mode, right? Like he's like, can I get you a washcloth? What do you need? Do you need some water? Like really wanting to take care of me. And as soon as that was all happening, that's when I kind of snapped back into reality i realized okay the camera is still rolling we caught all of this on fucking film even more slutty than that we have four other people in the suite who undoubtedly heard what was going on oh for sure yeah it's, if, if, if they were trying to sleep they heard you. but i wasn't even thinking about that while he and i were playing no, of course I, not. I was so wrapped up in him and his cock and the sex and the connection i wasn't even thinking about other people hearing us and so that was really interesting for me just to experience how lost I really got. Well, yeah. Also, I mean, let's think about it. You're in a place where if people aren't taking a nap, they're having sex. So they're either not paying attention to you or can't hear you or both. Right. You so, know, anyway, so that's always nice. It was kind of fucking hot. I come down. There's two people in the living room. I think we inspired them to have some fun. <laughs> well, they said that the next day when you and I went back, because that was the first day. It was a two-day event. We went back the next morning and... That's pretty much what everybody said, like, oh, you know, like they were clapping and it's like, oh, a great performance, you know, that kind of thing. So they heard. <laughs> well, I you think know. everyone was really surprised, too, because, again, yeah. I wasn't planning on playing. So I no. think the fact that they heard me upstairs moaning my ass off for fucking a half hour, they're like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Nothing wrong with that. I kind of so. like surprising people in that way, too. <laughs> yeah. It's the same reason I love to dress really innocently. And then people are like, oh, you're still a slut. You're not oh, in yeah. panties. Oh, or, you got a cute <laughs> little sundress on, but you have no panties. on. Yeah, I love that. That yeah. contrast is fucking hot to me so anyway that was my amazing experience um i'm going to drop his only fans in the show notes if you guys want to check out who i played with i think you'll really enjoy seeing him <laughs> yeah listen the whole the whole thing was great i enjoyed like the next day you and i brought some champagne and orange juice i made some mimosas for everybody which was fun and we just kind of sat around for a while talking and getting to know people they were a great group of people the gals were beautiful it was just fun i enjoyed it and the guys were great really a, a solid quality group of guys and that's what you're looking for yeah but again i didn't go into this party fucking anyone that i didn't truly want to fuck you know no. that was my, that's always my goal in doing anything honestly that's my goal in anything we do professionally period right we've left lives that we didn't want and jobs that we didn't want so that we could do the things that make us happy and bring us joy and that we're good at yeah and so i don't want to have sex with people that i don't want to have sex with it's honestly why i haven't done it yet for myself like on my only fans it's just me at this point because i cannot 
find anyone with whom I have a connection that that makes sense. It's well, not that easy. you do just easy. fine on your own. It's pretty fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> you stroking your cock on there, you in the shower, I don't think anyone hates seeing that. No, it seems to be okay. <laughs> but, you know, obviously if I really wanted to up the ante, uh, I could do that kind of content creator thing. But it's not easy for me. It has to be the right person right people well this was definitely the right person i had a great fucking time and of course if you guys want to see it for yourselves it is up at onlyfans.com slash from porch swingers and you can find brian's OnlyFans, which is onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy we have a lot of fun stuff on those pages so yeah we do make sure you come check us out there again uh my co-host <laughs> for this particular naughty session his information will be in the show notes for you as well if you want to hear more behind the scenes info every single week on our bonus episode we offer that exclusively for our patreon community at patreon.com slash front porch swingers we have a ton of events coming up you guys including the black tie affair which is our first very high-end upscale dinner slash lifestyle event extravaganza if you will that's happening in denver and it's november 5th so if you want to get tickets they are very limited you can check out that event and all of our other ones at members com. We are like, what? I don't even know, fucking three and a half weeks away from Pod Bash at this point? I think you and I are 22 days away from being there. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys are still wanting to come, there are a couple of rooms left. I don't know how many, but if you're planning to come, you absolutely need to book now and you can find the information at podbashevent.com. And what am I missing? That's it. You're not missing anything. We got a lot of shit going on. We're headed to Splash. Super excited. Stay tuned. Hopefully one or both of us will have a little bit of fun, I think, there. There'll be the opportunity, certainly. Probably me. <laughs> you, well, for sure, <laughs> I think you. I have but, more likelihood yeah. than you. Although yeah. we said that in last splash, you know, a hot blonde just fell in your lap on the first night. So. Thank goodness for her. <laughs> yeah, so fucking hot. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. We got a lot of cool stuff happening, so stay tuned. Also, we have more Vegas videos we have to put up yet that we're doing. I mean, we have all kinds of shit. Yeah, just fun so stuff. Make sure you're staying tuned with us, and thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.